What's good, family? What's good? What's good? I got a word, so allow me to walk it like I talk it. I'm coming out of the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, and this is the King James Version. It says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. But like I said, I'm going to walk it like I talk it. So let me jump to this New Living Translation. Same chapter, same book, same verse. It says, Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. So if we back up and we dissect this word, I'm going to pull it out of the King James Version because that's what I'm going to dissect it at, okay? And the peace of God, which passes all understanding. So God's peace will pass any type of understanding that we have. That's how strong God's peace is. So whatever you can think, whatever you feel like you can understand, God's peace exceeds all of that. And his peace will guard not only your hearts, but your mind as well in Christ Jesus. That's why it's so important when you go to the book of Psalms 91 and 1, when it says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So as long as I stay in this secret place, in this shelter of the Most High, I will find rest. And when I find that rest, I don't have to worry about the power of the enemy trying to withstand because nothing comes before God. But let me back up a little bit because like I said, I'm walking this. If you go to the book of Philippians chapter four again and you read that verse before that seventh verse, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. But that's hard to do. When somebody has disrespected you, that's hard to do when somebody has done you so dirty that you want to seek revenge. And we've all been in that situation where we wanted to seek revenge because of what somebody has said to us, how somebody did us. And you can literally be minding your business and people do you dirty. Look at Daniel. All Daniel did was be loyal, trustworthy and faithful to King Darius. And those other authorities, those other officers, those other people, Daniel's co-workers all disrespected him. They all came against him. They made up this false rule about how nobody should pray to any God other than King Darius because they knew that Daniel had a prayer life. But people will disrespect you regardless of what your situation is, regardless of how great of a person you are. So when people's like, oh, I'm just trying to be a good person. I'm just trying to treat everybody right so nobody can disrespect me. That last part is BS and I'm here to tell it to you because people going to disrespect you no matter how high you are on that mountain or how low you are in your valley. But like the Bible says, yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil in the book of Psalms 23. Even when you're going through a test in your life at the lowest point in that valley or, or wherever you are, you still got to walk through that storm. And when you walk through that storm, that's why that next verse is so important. I shall fear no evil. That's your protection. So that's God saying that even when you go through the darkest places in your life, I got your back. So if God's got my back. Why in the world am I going to go out here and let somebody disrespect me and then go back and disrespect them when I can allow God to seek the revenge for me? In the book of Romans 12, it says, Romans 12 and 19, it says, Dear friends, never take revenge. Lead that to the righteous anger of God. For the scripture says, I will take revenge. I will pay them back, says the Lord. Not says me, 
not says your dad, not says your mom or your friends, but says God. God says, I will get them back. Don't worry about it. Don't go and tell somebody I'm going to get you back if that's the last thing you do. God said, allow me to get it. I don't want you to go and cuss them out. I don't want you to go and put their hand, put your hands on them. That's my child. I'm going to deal with them. I don't want to have to get you in them. Y'all remember when we was younger? And you used to get in trouble if you have siblings. And since your mom didn't know who did it, everybody's getting a whooping. But in order, God says, in order to save all of that, I don't want you to do nothing. Let me get them back. I don't care that they hit you first. You come tell me. Like the Bible says in the book of Philippians, in that sixth verse, coming from that fourth chapter, it says, don't worry about anything. So we don't have to worry. We don't have to live in fear. We don't have to be scared. We don't have to be uncertain. We don't have to be nervous. Because God says, instead, pray about everything. Come to me about it. God said, tell me what you need. And then thank me later. Thank me now. Thank me whenever you need to for everything that I have done. But come to me first. God says, talk to me about it and thank me for it. So why in the world would I go out here and try to fight somebody because you disrespected me? Why would I go out here and cuss you out because you disrespected me when I know that God's going to get you back? The Bible also says that he will prepare a six course meal in the presence of our haters. So why am I going to go in the kitchen with God and help him prepare a meal if God's got it? All I got to do is sit out here and look good. All I got to do is continue living my best life. All I got to do is keep chasing my bag. And all my haters are still going to watch me in the presence of my haters, not next to my haters, not with my haters, but in the presence of them. So you about to watch me. You going to see me up on this rock, living my best life while you still down there hating on me because my God got my back. So even when everybody's shooting bow and arrows, God's taking every bullet from me because he's got my back. And we have to understand that. And if you follow me to the book of Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 17, it says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rise against thee in judgment shall not condemn. So even though you want to talk crazy, it still won't prosper. It's not. It's not. And then if you follow me to the book of Isaiah 41 and 10, it said, don't be afraid for I am with you. So when you're walking through that valley, y'all, you don't even have to be afraid. You don't even have to be afraid because he said, I'm with you. He said, don't be discouraged for I am your God. So when people are talking crazy about you to you against you and you start to feel discouraged, God said, there's no need to feel discouraged for I am your God. God said, I got you, dog, bro. I'm here. Call me. I got you. God's like, tag me in so I can get them for you. I got you, bro. So why am I going to cuss you out when I can tag team my God and he gets you? Let me keep reading. He said, I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. God will never take his hand off of our lives. He will never take his hand off our lives. Never. But then if you follow me again to the book of Proverbs, chapter three, verse five, it says, trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart 
and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. If you rely on your emotions, it will put you in a bad situation every chance, every time, every opportunity. You have to learn to take your feelings out of it, like Marisha said in the episode, What to Do When Hitting Rock Bottom. You got to learn to take your feelings out of the equation. And it is hard to do, but you got to do it. You got to take your feelings out of it because your emotions, your flesh, your mental state will put you in a bad situation every time. You got to look at situations from a different standpoint, from a different point of view. So I just say all of that to say this. Regardless of the situation that you're in, regardless of how people are talking to you, regardless of the things that people have done to you, if you go and get somebody back, you can't be mad when a situation comes back full circle. It's like a roller coaster. When you get on it, the hills and the valleys that you go on, the ups and downs, the the feelings that you get in that in that stomach, you still got to come right back around. And land right where you started. It's a full circle. No matter how weird that circle is shaped, no matter how many curves it's got, no matter how many twists, no many, no matter how many times you go up and down, no matter how many times you go in those dark places, you still gonna have to come back to full circle where you started. Whether that's at the bottom or whether that's at the top. Wherever it is that you're at, you got to think about how you're going to live your life and what type of example you're going to set for yourself. What type of example you're going to set for people that watch you? Are you going to be that type of person that's always trying to seek revenge on somebody? Are you going to be that type of person that's always trying to fight somebody because they talk to you crazy? Or are you going to learn to forgive somebody? Are you going to learn to say, you know what? I'm not even about to get mad because I know God going to get you back. But look, y'all, I'm not going to keep talking because I could talk about this all day. But just ask yourself a question. What type of person you going to be? Are you going to learn forgiveness? Are you going to continue to allow anger to be victorious in your life? Are you going to allow anger to win every time? What are you going to do? You might lose the battle, but you still got the victory. So even though you may have lost the argument because you chose to forgive that person, God still going to come through with the victory because you still going to eat. But that's all I got, y'all. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out.